Hi, this is Martin Davis, and this is episode number 15 of my podcast, Martin Davis Mansplains. And today I'm going to sum up the biggest lesson that I learned after reading uh, Coach John Wooden's book on leadership. Um, I'll 14 previous podcasts have focused on that book and, and his pyramid of success. That was uh, the crux of what he was trying to talk about um, regarding leadership, both of yourself and if you're in a leadership position of, with other people, which most of us find ourselves in at some point during our lives, whether it's our family or our business or uh, a civic group that we're involved in or an athletic team, that sort of thing. And he had developed over a period of years after he began his coaching career, after he had graduated from Purdue University, uh, his pyramid of success. And he chose a pyramid because the pyramids are still in existence, uh, largely intact still. They're incredibly well-constructed and durable. And he felt like the uh, things that are necessary for us to incorporate into our lives to be successful at whatever we're trying to achieve uh, should take the form of a pyramid. And he developed 12 blocks, building blocks of his pyramid. And on the, the base of the pyramid was uh, industriousness, friendship, loyalty, cooperation, enthusiasm. He believed that um, we need to cultivate those qualities in our personal activities. And if we're in a leadership position, try to incorporate those, those qualities into the organization that we're attempting to lead. And he viewed those five building blocks as the most important, the base of the entire structure. If you don't have all five of those, they are so critical to success that the whole, the whole uh, undertaking will crumble. And I believe he was exactly right about that. Then on top of those five were four more. Self-control, alertness, initiative, and intentness. We have to be able to control ourselves. We have to be incredibly aware of, of the world around us, of, of uh, you know, what's happening, you know, what's going on at a particular time. And you see that particularly as a basketball coach. And when you're playing basketball, uh, you've got to keep your head up. And you've got to be complete. The greatest basketball players are, are totally aware of where everyone is on the floor, you know, exactly what the situation is, you know, what's going on. Uh, initiative, we've got to be aggressive. We've got to try to uh, do things and we've got to try to do them correctly. Uh, Coach Wooden would not get very upset with his players if they made an honest error, if they had done something in an intelligent way, it didn't work out, but it was the right thing to do. He was okay with that. What he, what he despised was lack of effort, and I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. And then intentness, to be uh, purposeful about what you're trying to do. Uh, and, and, and that initiative and intentness are almost identical. I mean, you've got to be, uh, you've got to, you know, take risk. You've got to take chances. And you've got to be, but you, you've got to be very clear about what you're tr intending to do. You've got to understand exactly what it is you're trying to achieve. And Coach Wooden was a, a master of all these things. Then on those four, we built the last three building blocks that a person uh, can take action in to achieve. 
and that was uh, skill, condition, and team spirit. Skill, uh, Coach Wooden was a firm believer that you had to know every single thing possible about whatever it is you're undertaking to, to do. And he it was very fortunate when he first started out as a basketball player in high school and then later in college, he had great coaches. And they he learned a tremendous amount from them. When he graduated from college, he'd been a three-time All-American at Purdue. You know, arguably maybe the greatest basketball player of his generation for sure, and, and probably one of the greatest of all times, even though it was primitive at that time. He, he no doubt, I have no doubt he would have been a great player today, but uh, he learned a tremendous amount. He felt like he had a master's degree in basketball knowledge when he graduated from college, and he was able to take that into his coaching career. But then he quickly, you know, he, he, he knew what his players needed to do, but he didn't have the patience, the skill, the, the qualities that were necessary to become a, a successful basketball coach. And he learned that his first year, the only losing season he ever had as a basketball coach was the first year he, after he graduated from college. He coached a high school team in Indiana and had a losing record. That was the only losing record he ever had in 43 years of coaching or 40-something years. Uh, he retired at age 65. But in any event, he, he knew his shortcomings. And he learned he, from that moment on, he, he devoted the rest of his coaching career to learning more about what he was doing. And so it was, it was a constant, continual effort to improve and to learn. And he was very open to new things. And he would, he would, he would consider them and reject most of them, but some of them he kept. And that's the way he stayed young and, and vibrant. And, and his best coaching was done at the end of his career. He, he continually got better at it. Um, so that was the skill aspect, condition. Uh, physically and mentally, and uh, he was, uh, he believed in moderation in all things. He didn't believe in any kind of extreme activities, and he tried to instill upon his players what's important to achieve success is constant, continual, intense effort, and that was the that's to me, that's probably the, the key thing in all circumstances, do your best. And, and that was the part, his conditioning um, philosophy. And then finally, team spirit. And he wanted the players on his teams to do what always do what was best for the team, not for themselves. In other words, you know, pass the ball you know, screen with, you know, everything, everything you can do to, to build up your, your teammates in the organization. That's what he stressed with his players. And of course he was uh, recruiting or he hadn't actually recruit players that were interested in playing for him had indicated they were interested in playing for UCLA. He did not go out and, and beg people, players to play for him. And if a player, he, he didn't uh, pursue uh, Will Chamberlain or, or uh, Bill Russell, even though uh, Russell was from Oakland and, you know, he knew, knew of him just by, you know, what was going on in the state of California when Russell was a high school player and he'd heard about Chamberlain. I mean, he's seven foot two and, you know, he was recognized as this incredible phenom for Philadelphia and everybody in the country knew who this guy was every coach anyway. And uh, he didn't pursue either one of them. And they went, you know, Chamberlain went to Kansas and Bill Russell went to San Francisco. But that's the kind of guy he was. And in, in this day and time, that's it, it's really hard to wrap your arms around that thought because 
today is so different, uh, particularly high school and professional sports, but that's the kind of attitude he had. And yeah, he, he lost some, some players, but the guys that, that were interested enough in UCLA to let him know that they were interested in, in, in going there and would like to talk to him about it uh, through either a coach or an intermediary uh, or themselves, um, they were loyal to him. And they believed in what he was trying to do. And they were they were coachable. They were teachable. And they wanted to be part of UCLA. And he and he talks about in the business world. Uh, and, he, and this has changed a lot today, too. But uh, somebody that wants to work for your organization uh, needs to have an interest in your organization and needs to know enough about it to have the initiative again. You know, we talked about that as building block. To, to contact and learn and, and, and you know, be enthusiastic about the, about the opportunity instead of having to be, be dragged quick kicking and screaming into a situation. So, you know, it's team spirit. Um, and I, that was a big, reading his thoughts about that made a deep impression on me. I had played uh, some sports in high school and of course I've worked for d different companies in my career and, um, I had not thought about it uh, the way he he described team spirit, uh, but it made a big impact on me because I I was an okay team player, but I could have been a lot better, and I realized that. And um, I think of one when I played basketball in high school, I, I think of one situation in particular uh, that I had never really thought about uh, that didn't work out for us that I had had a big part in. And um, the reason it didn't work out is because I didn't do what, what I should have done. And uh, I was not a good team player in a situation that really cost us. And I'll never forget, you know, I did it, it really, that was an incredible realization. And then I'll, that happened. I read Coach Wooden's book for the first time a couple of years ago, and that's what really, it, it, it changed me. Uh, it's, it's had a huge impact on my life, and I was 63 years old when I read that. So you're never too old to learn. And you never know, you're never too uh, old to uh, make changes and get better. So those are the 12 building blocks that, that Coach Wooden um, built the pyramid on that, that he added. And on top of the final three of uh, skill, condition, and team spirit, if, if all the 12 building blocks are a part of, the, of an individual or organization's ethos, the result's going to be poise and confidence and competitive greatness. Those are the final three. Poise and confidence, and then those 14 are going to generate competitive greatness. And Coach Wooden's teams were an incredible example of that. Uh, he won 10 uh, NCAA championships the last 12 years he coached at UCLA before he retired. He won 10 NCAA championships, seven in a row at one point. And the two years that he, those other two years, one year he had incredible bad, they just had ter terrible bad luck. They had tons of injuries, just a, free, a lot of freaky things happened. And they may well have won that year. And then the other year, he had, this was a year before he retired. Uh, a, a year before his last season, and uh, he had a very talented team that could easily win the national championship. They didn't have the cohesiveness and the team spirit 
that his previous teams had had. They had a couple of, uh, they had one uh, individual in particular, Bill Walton, who was was a disruptive force and and cost him. And they they still ended up uh, finishing third that year, but uh, they they should have won. They should have won the national championship that year because they they probably had the best team. It was it was. They could easily they, they didn't achieve their full potential and coach wouldn't felt bad about that he came back one more year and uh to everyone's great surprise won a national championship that year with a very young team and then he retired and the thing that uh the really the the big 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 uh message to me in coach wooden's book was you lay, you know, as, as a leader, as an individual, if you try to incorporate the, the 12 building blocks of the pyramid of success in your personal life and in, in your leadership role, and you do them to your, the best of your ability, and only you, and Coach Wooden talks about this, only you know what is your best. But if you do that, if you make a real effort to try to, to do the very best you can, that's all you can do. And you are a success no matter what the worldly view of what you're doing is. And Coach Wooden, that was his attitude about his life and about what he was responsible for. If he did his best personally and, and professionally uh, with his team, he could accept the results. And, and he, it, that, he felt, that was winning to him. The actual score of a game, he never even talked about winning and losing with his players. He didn't want them thinking in those terms because that puts unneeded pressure on yourself. The, what he wanted those, his players to do is just to do their best, enjoy the process, enjoy the effort, the satisfaction from the effort. And if you're a reasonably talented person or, or even an average talented person, if you really do your best at whatever it is you're trying to achieve, you're going to get better and enjoy that. And we live in a, in a country where there's so much opportunity. There's so much room for error in, in our, in our country, particularly in business, just do your best and let the chips fall where they may. And if you're an American, the odds are I've never known anyone in my life that I personally thought had a good work ethic, that things did not eventually work out very well for them. So I'll leave you with that thought for this episode. I've enjoyed speaking with you. Uh, next session, I'm going to embark on a new path. Uh, we're going to leave Coach Wood behind, but I'm going to do my best with whatever I come up with. This is Martin Davis. This has been episode number 15 of Martin Davis Mansplains. Thanks.